red-hot engines and thought they were on fire. Simultaneously, he had a vision of angels holding the plane aloft. Then, after landing, a ball of flame shot across the sky. It turned out to be the Russian satellite Sputnik, but Richard took it all as an omen. On the ferry a few days later, he told his bandmates he was leaving rock and roll to become a man of God. And to prove it, he threw his diamond rings into the waves. For five years, Richard made good on his promise. He traded in his legendary promiscuity for marriage. He went to college to study theology, and the only music he recorded was gospel. Richard returned to secular rock in 62 for a series of historic shows in Europe. But he never recaptured the level of fame he gave up five years before. Soon he was eclipsed by the style of pop practiced by his relatively unknown opening act, the Beatles. So that was the history. Now for the drink to serve with it. I'm on the line with Rebecca McGalliard, bartender at the TikTok Room in Little Richard's birthplace of Macon, Georgia. Rebecca, you heard the story. What drink did that inspire? Well, it inspired me to make our martini, the good golly, Miss Molly. (laughs) You have that on the menu already? No, I don't. We actually already had a long, tall Sally martini, but I made this one specially for the interview. (laughs) Oh, well, that's very nice of you. You should start an entire Little Richard menu. (laughs) We definitely could. There's so many artists, though, from Macon, Georgia, and that played at the TikTok room that we have a full martini list of several artist-inspired martinis. Wait, Little Richard played at the TikTok room? He did. He actually played around 1949. Um, Miss Anne's TikTok room is what it was called back then. That is amazing. I didn't. Who else was played there? Well, we also had Otis Redding, James Brown, oh, Johnny man. Jenkins. Those are just a few that we've had. We're just going to do a ton of rock and roll histories and just come back and back and back to you for <laughs> drinks. All right, so the good golly Miss Molly, what is in this thing? It's a martini. Well, I'm assuming gin. Well, actually, I wanted to do a little bit more southern type of feel, so I used the Remy Martin VSOP. But in addition to it, I added a splash of cherry juice, simple syrup, fresh lime and lemon juice. Why both the lime and the lemon juice? I really wanted it to give you that sour, like, tart taste and then end with a sweetness. Oh, that's true. If you've ever listened to any of his gospel music, his voice, he's known for being a screamer, but he has just a beautiful, beautiful gospel voice. Well, it punches you too. (laughs) It gets you in the face. His voice and this drink. It has all of the dynamics that I feel like Little Richard really brought into rock and roll. It sounds wonderful, although I do, to really nail it, I think you should put a diamond ring at the bottom of the glass, like his discarded (laughs) diamond ring. Just so somebody can maybe throw it to their bartender. Well, it would be perfect for when people (laughs) propose to other people at your bar. Very true. That's a really good idea. We do have a lot of proposals on the weekend. (laughs) There'll be peace in the valley you that sweet voice amazing yeah also brendan uh, rebecca told me that at one point little richard lived at the tiktok room and this mm. was in his very wild early days <laughs> so the so most he, exciting performances were happening off stage that's what we're yes that's what i'm saying gotcha people you will find all our drink recipes online we are dinnerpartydownload.org oh.
to eavesdrop. Laurie Anderson pioneered elements of electronic music and performance art. In her long career, she's lent her eerily cool voice to work by Brian Eno, Peter Gabriel, and her late husband, Lou Reed. Her new film, Heart of a Dog, takes on topics from the death of a pet to life in post-9-11 America, and she writes stories. Today, we overhear her tell one. Hi, this is Lori Anderson, and here's a story from a collection called Transitory Life. A few years ago, I'd been working a lot in the studio, and I, I was getting very burned out on all this equipment. So I was looking for places where they didn't use any technology at all. I happened to be in western Pennsylvania, and I ran into some Amish people at a farmer's market.